Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for you. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He told separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 251 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff. Sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, man? Well, it's a beautiful day today. We're still waiting on the results of the election. Uh, We need to see if the tune and tune ticket got voted through, which I don't think that it did. I think the uh, polls opened at 8 a.m. and we conceded at 8.01. I think you're right. Yes. We conceded faster than Kanye. (laughs) Right. We didn't get any write-in votes, unfortunately, so the Tune and Tune ticket was uh, pretty much DOA. But aside from that, Cherry Blade Lemonade Bang running through me today. Looking forward to a good show, a heavy show. Lots of news, Ringside Fest virtual happened today so we have a ton of news from that a lot to talk about and aside from that just looking forward to a strong show can you believe we survived our second election survived yeah like this is our second election since we've been doing the show this is our second election that we've been through we've been doing this for a long time can you i mean aside from that dude january is going to be five years five years yes that's insane that is a long time time a lot of shows a lot of consecutive shows in fact all of them consecutive so yes five years is a long time to do it that's two elections that have happened aside from that we're almost at thanksgiving it it just seems like as soon as you hit halloween you can almost hit the fast forward button right to new year's it's the new year before you know it like once halloween hits that's it it's over uh speaking of halloween jeff how was your halloween quiet yeah seems it was that way for a lot of people we went out to Celeste's family's house. They had a uh, thing for the kids. Uh, other than that, it was quiet, man. I mean, it, we came back to Alameda kind of early. I'd say about 8 o'clock, and there were no kids out. Wow. Yeah, I'm hearing that from a lot of people. That, um, that In fact, my co-host on uh, Drunk Wrestling History, they got zero kids. None. They had bought one whole bag of candy, like one of those big, big bags. Right. Didn't go through a single piece of it. Not wow. one kid showed up. Yeah, it was just no turnout. Uh, Halloween for us, we went over to uh, one of Peyton's friends' house and hung out with their parents. Uh-huh. And they had a little thing, because they live on a court. So they set up some tables. They had a fire pit going, cooked up some food, had a bowl of candy out where kids could just, you know, masks on, social distance, come up, get your candy. I think seven kids showed up. And oh. Peyton and her friend went around with Shannon and uh, her friend's mom. They went around and got a bunch of candy. And our neighborhood, because we left Cindy here, but we put a bowl in front of the front door and basically left the note. You've seen it before. You go up to a house and it's like, be honest, just take one. Dude, we left at about, I don't know, 6 o'clock, 6.30. Got home at about 10.30. There was still candy left in the bowl. How much candy? Like two thirds? Uh, Yeah, there was about a third of it left. And I was kind of watching on the ring cam. I was like, okay, who's going to be the dishonest kid that I can yell at over my cam? 
<laughs> and because I was going to hit him from the doorbell and then the driveway as they walked away. Be like, you schmuck, put that back. But I didn't need to. Every every kid that came up was honest. And I don't know if they saw the cameras or they were just intimidated by the sign. <laughs> but, dude, all of them that came up, super honest, and there was candy left over. I didn't want candy left over, but that's just the way it worked out. So, yeah, pretty much a quiet Halloween. Very, very strange. Just like 2020. Very, very strange. Yes, sir. If you'd like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. Head on over there. You can also click the links on fullyopposablepodcast.com. Head over there, listen to some old shows, read some articles. Corey Human's second article is now up talking about the AEW Unrivaled series, and we may be talking a little bit more about AEW Unrivaled in this episode. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Opposable, Instagram, Fully Opposable, WFP. You can go back and listen to any of our past episodes. Go all the way back to episode one, two, five, seven, because that's how numbers work. Over at Podbean, <laughs> just search Fully Posable. What are you laughing about over there? <laughs> Your public school education. Yeah, that's what they taught me in ninth grade. One, two, three, five, seven. Well done, dude. Damn it. That's the same combination I have on my luggage. <laughs> now you got to change it. <laughs> Head on over to Podbean, search Fully Posable, or you can download on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Scott, I don't have the iPod this week. Ugh, so embarrassing. I think you're just looking forward to the news segment. You're like, can we just push fast forward and get right to the news? I'm pretty excited about the news, but that is not the case. I just forgot the iPod in the kitchen. And look, here's the thing. If I walk by a TV and I see the election results on, I'm going to stop and stare at it for about... 24 hours? Yeah, stay put. No reviews this week. We need you manning this show. Oh, is that what I'm here for? You are the guiding light, yes. I'm just here for jokes and sarcasm. I am everyone's angel. Well, let's not get carried away. Oh, all right. Well, please rate and review on iTunes. Please leave a review over there. If you have any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all, send it on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. Scott Foco. Jeff. Yes. yes. Don't don't stretch out your S's when I'm about to read Foco. How dare you? <laughs> it's the soothing sounds of a babbling brook. I need to start an app that's very calming and just go. Oh, dude. Speaking of soothing and calming. Yeah. Did you know that Bob Ross has a YouTube channel? Okay. I've heard that he has one. Yes. Uh, but I've never gone on to it. Okay, what's what's significant behind it? Well, number one, it's Bob, MF, and Ross. And number two, all 20 seasons of his show are on there. 20 seasons? 20 seasons. Every episode, all of them about 27 minutes to a half an hour long. Unreal, dude. I have found this. I have been obsessed by it. And it <laughs> might be what's on my television when I go to sleep every night. I mean, you want to talk about like ASMR videos? Oh, dude, like Bob Ross is the man. Like no joke. You want to talk about soothing, calming? You don't need that calm app. You just need to put on YouTube and subscribe to the Bob Ross channel. Don't listen to Scott. You want to buy my app that I just go. <laughs> oh, did you finally drop that app? <laughs> uh, it's, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a tough decision between Bob Ross's soothing voice and Jeff going. <laughs> But I would recommend Bob Ross on YouTube if you want soothing and calming. Oh. Are you going to call it Jeff the Snake? I'm a snake. I'm no, a I'm snake. not going to do that. 
No, no I'm not going to. No, I don't know what I'll name it. I'll just name it S. <laughs> like 17 S's. <laughs> it's going to be E-S-S-S. You <laughs> <laughs> started out with an E. <laughs> <laughs> All right, damn you, that's enough. Jeff. Sorry, yes. Do you want to prove you're the undisputed world heavyweight champion of WWE fandom? Of course you do, and FOCO.com is here to help. With FOCO's WWE bobbleheads, you can play the game with Triple H, let in the fiend Bray Wyatt, and break some glass with Stone Cold Steve Austin. FOCO's line of WWE bobbleheads includes all your favorite superstars and legends from then, now, and forever, including The Undertaker, The Rock, Edge, John Cena, AJ Styles, Ronda Rousey, Andre the Giant, and more. These bobbleheads from FOCO are handcrafted and hand-painted to depict the biggest names in sports entertainment, making them must-haves for fans and collectors alike. Don't miss out on these awesome collectibles. Head to FOCO.com now. That's FOCO.com, F-O-C-O.com, where at checkout, you can use code WFP10, save yourself a sweet 10%. Go snag that Undertaker bobblehead. They also have other stuff for Christmas. Christmas is around the corner, so you guys need to pick up some stuff for your loved ones. So all the ladies out there that are listening, I think it's two, three, maybe? Two or three, yeah. If you have a sports fan in your life or a wrestling fan or a comic book fan, head on over to FOCO. See if you can snag a few stocking stuffers or whatever gifts you can over at FOCO.com using code WFP10. Scott, we have an omission from last week. An omission? We do have an omission, and thank you to Ryan Belial. He actually kind of caught us on this one. Last week, we were talking about Mattel not doing any more JYD figures. Technically, they have. They have done the JYD retro. Oh, they did do the retro. Yes, but who can afford that? Who found that anywhere? (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Dude, if I hadn't pre-ordered mine, I wouldn't have gotten it. I know. Same here. Same here. Thank you, Ryan, for catching us. When we were talking about that, I was thinking, too, in my head, I was doing a quick Rolodex, and I'm like... They haven't done an elite. They haven't done a basic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't done anything like that. And then Ryan's like, uh, they did do a retro. I'm like, Ryan's right. So you know what it seems like since Mattel snapped its fingers and made uh, the retro line go away, much like Thanos wiping out half the population. <laughs> yes. I think that little piece of my brain that remembered retros went along with their snaps because I kind of forget <laughs> about the retros now. Like they put them on ice and I kind of forgot about them. I will say that the Motu WWE mashup line has kind of softened the blow of the retros. People still want the retros. No, it hasn't, dude. No, you're getting carried away. Just stop it. Just stop it. I think it has. This Motu WWE line has just been such a huge hit for Mattel that I think it's kind of softened the blow. There is still the rumblings of people that want the retros back, but the Motu line has kind of eased a lot of people regarding the retro line because everybody is so fascinated with the Motu line. You know, they they love what they're seeing out of the Motu line. And we've talked about this before, the customizers, the old Remco fans, and just Motu fans that are also wrestling fans are just loving this line. They're hitting three different senses with this. No, I get it. And nostalgia is definitely playing a big part of that same way that the retro line was so popular. But dude, that... We all want our retros back. And yes, the Motu line is fantastic. I don't want to take anything away from that at all because I'm a fan of it too. I think it's outstanding. But we need the retros back. I mean, they've had their break. Let's get it figured out where you can do it that makes sense to make some money and get the figures in our hands all at the same time. Figure it out. Bring the retros back. Give us some play sets. As long as Steve Ozer is still there, the retros will still 
have life. There may be a chance. Yes, but, like that George Michael song, Faith. Hey, yes, exactly. That's playing but, through my head right now. Come on, Steve. Make it happen. <laughs> Keep in the faith. But the scary thing is, is, is that contract extension coming between Mattel and WWE? Because that thing's coming up pretty quick and there's no news about it. Is no news good news though? Because remember when Jax's was coming up, Jax, Jax's? When Jax? Okay, when Jax's contract was coming up, we already heard kind of that Mattel got the license. So Mattel took over, like Jax ended in December, probably released some crappy classic superstars assortment that was mishmash. And we had Mattel's literally on the pegs in January. Like there was hardly any break in between Jax and Mattel. So you've got to think if there was going to be a change of ownership, we, we probably would have already heard something. Right? And they just had the virtual ringside fest today and a, a huge assortment of figures were shown. And it doesn't seem like they're slowing down. So you've got to think that we would have heard something already if they weren't going to just continue it. And on top of that, Steve has been talking about lines that are all the way out till late 2021 or 2022. Right. So there is hope. But the fact that we haven't heard the contract extension or that the contract has been renewed or whatever it may be, that's a little concerning because usually businesses like to get that done pretty quick. And if you remember to the last contract extension between Mattel and WWE, that was signed, I would say, if I'm not mistaken, about a year and a half before it was due up. That's kind of concerning that we're almost a year out and there's still no word about it. It makes sense for them to stay with Mattel. When I say them, WWE, obviously. Yeah, you can be certain that WWE is going to look at other options. But at the end of the day, look at the body of work that Mattel has done with this license. And I don't think it makes much sense to leave. They're trending in the right direction. Distribution is an argument against that. But overall, they're trending in the right direction. And I don't see a reason to switch. Scott, did you do any toy spot in this past week? I didn't purchase anything, but I did get in my Andre the Giant Super 7 figure. And let me say, I am very impressed. Number one, the first thing that caught me, the weight of the figure itself. They did this Andre figure justice, not in not only in terms of the sculpting on it and the accessories, but in terms of the heft, dude, this thing is heavy. And um, we had uh, Shannon's sister over on Saturday and I received the figure while she was here. And my brother-in-law is also kind of a wrestling fan. And I opened up the Andre figure and we had had a couple beers and we're kind of talking whatever Andre figure shows up. I get it out and I show it to everybody. Everybody was super impressed. But the same thing they all said when I handed them the box was, man, this thing's kind of heavy. And let me just get into the details on it. It comes in. It's very similar to the way that the the legends were the Mattel legends when they were through Maddie collector. Mm -hmm. There's our mention for Maddie collector. Haven't done it in a few weeks. (laughs) How they were, they came in a white box and then inside that white box was the figure. Well, this one comes in a brown cardboard box that says Andre the Giant on the front of it. You open that up, and then inside is the Andre the Giant figure itself. It's very similar to the packaging that's going to be on the NJPW, where it has a sleeve that goes over the top of it. And you can slide that sleeve up over the top over it, and then you have the figure inside the box at the clear window. It's incredible, dude. I am super impressed. This one, I'm telling you right now, spoiler alert, is making my list for 2020. I am a big fan of it. He's got the brown vest on. He's got three heads. The can of beer accessory 
I'm a big, big fan of. I'm probably not going to open this one. My plan was to open it until the ring cart Andre came out. And then I was like, okay, I think that's going to be the one that I open. Uh-huh. But it's going to make a great looking display. The display itself is colorful. It's red, white. It's blue. It looks good. I'm a big fan of it. You guys, if you can still get your hands on this thing, I highly recommend it. It's 45 bucks, but well worth it. I like how it came with the can of beer. Yes. I uh, like that. It is a cool figure because when you received it on Saturday, you were flooding me with text messages. I was like, oh, that thing is pretty cool. It's very nice, dude. I love the box that it comes in. Your pictures might have sold me on it. it yeah, and I, like I said, if you can still find it and get your hands on it, I highly recommend it. The box alone is very well done. That slip cover that goes up over the top, I really like that. I don't know, like for display purposes, I don't know what you would do with that top sleeve. Maybe you just put it up in a closet somewhere and then just display the figure in the package, you know, with the clear window showing. Yeah. But I I really like that style of packaging. It's really well done. And the figure itself, you look at it, you can tell a lot of time and effort went into that thing and making the likeness. And I really, it's it came out better than what we saw initially in the pictures. And the head that they actually put on him inside the package, the one that's on the figure itself, mm-hmm. really, really well done. And again, highly recommended. If you can find it, buy it. Nice, man. I'm glad you're happy with it. Very, very happy. And again, it was 45 bucks. It was actually, it was ordered for me in line at the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland last <laughs> December. Uh, it was my Christmas gift from my oldest daughter. And it came in and I sent her a picture, you know, thank you so much. Dad loves it. And uh, she, she was super happy. And again, highly Highly recommended. Super 7 just knocked it out of the park. Do you miss Disneyland right now? Uh, you know, as a Disneyland fan, yes, I do. As a father of two daughters who has to pay for their admission ticket and food when we go to the park, uh, not so much. My <laughs> wallet my wallet isn't uh, crying thinking of an upcoming trip. So <laughs> that part of me does not miss it. But look we'll kind of get off of wrestling figures here and go into family trips really quick. You can't beat Disneyland for a family excursion. Just my opinion. And yes, I'm biased because Jeff, you and I grew up going there pretty much every summer. Right. And you know, big Dave's family always went with us and it was always a family trip that you looked forward to. Yes. We probably spent more time in the arcade than we did on rides, (laughs) but it was the overall experience and it was a great family tradition. It was one that you look forward to every year. And it's not just, Disneyland as an amusement park. It's Disneyland as a family experience. It's Disneyland as really, and this is as a foodie, as a food destination. I mean, I start marking down what I want to eat months in advance of the trip. Like I've got my whole menu planned out. Love going there with the family. I always look forward to it. Yes, the wallet cries every trip there, but yes, all jokes aside, I definitely miss it. Yeah, I do too. It's funny, man. I kind of protested Disneyland because they got really pricey. And I was just like, I, I I don't like this, even though I'm spending so much money on trips to WrestleMania and all that stuff. But yeah, but at the same time, like I was protesting Disneyland. I'm like, man, I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. I went this past January right as COVID was coming in. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, man, I had the best time. I really did. And it was just one of those like, oh, yeah, this is why I love it. And instead of not being in that mindset of like, it's too expensive. The park admission is insane, yada, yada, yada. I actually went in and had a great time. So yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. It's one of those places where you can go in and forget that you're an adult for a little while. Yeah. And just have fun with your kids. 
you know, it's it, it's it really is a great family destination, and you kind of forget all your problems when you're there. And you know, if you don't mind crowds, I I if you've never been to Disneyland, which I don't know who hasn't been to Disneyland, but if you haven't, and you don't mind crowds, much like the Andre figure, highly suggested. And by the way, it was called the Starcade. Starcade, yes. Uh, Big Dave kind of corrected us on that. He's all, dude, it was called the Starcade. I was like, I thought so, because I was, yeah, I always thought that's kind of weird. You know, it's like good memory. Yeah, good memory on Big Dave, who has the aircraft carrier that won't sell it to us. But anyways, I yeah, don't mention that. Don't rub it in. <laughs> We're gonna get a text message from him uh, at, right after the show drops. Uh, it's funny, dude. Uh, Celeste went to Target this past weekend with her sister, and she calls me from the toy section. And she goes. Do you need 11 Bobby Heenans? I was like, <laughs> well, I maybe need eight, but uh, not 11. I was like, they didn't sell one over the past week. Damn it. <laughs> oh, gosh. So we have one Miss Elizabeth, 11 Bobby Heenans, and a bunch of basics. That's it out here, man. I've been busy on the weekends, so I haven't really had a chance to do toy hunts, like go out, hunt figures. I haven't had a, much of a chance to do that. I'm hoping to do that this weekend. Sammy Evans, Sith Lord Sammy, he found me The Undertaker, and he's sending that my way, so I appreciate him finding that for me and picking it up. Uh, the Decade of Domination one? No, I apologize. The um, The Elite that comes in the special packaging. Oh, very nice. That's a great figure, but I think I like the Decade of Domination one a little bit better. Another spoiler, that one could very well end up on my 2020 list too. How many figures are on your 2020 list? We're only supposed to have 10. Yeah, 10. I've only mentioned two. Oh, I thought you were going to have like three sets of 10. I actually have nine so far. You've got your list already up to nine? Yes, I do. Good Lord. I'm debating on number 10. So there's going to be some honorable mentions, but I've already got nine on nine times. I've got nine on my list so far for 2020. And remember, these are figures that we have to have in hand that have hit the shelves by the end of 2020. So if Scott and I hadn't seen it on the shelves and we don't have it in hand, it doesn't make our list. For example, for me, and I'm pretty sure it's going to probably be on your list, Jushin Thunder Liger was hitting people's hands at the end of December last year. Yes. We didn't get ours until the end of January. So my Jushin Thunder Liger is going to make my top 10 list. Oh, oh okay. That one was a question mark. I'm glad you brought him up. That was a question mark for me because you gave me or told me that I was getting Jushin on Christmas last year. Correct. And it, that was your Christmas gift and people were already getting them in hand and ours got delayed. Okay. So since it was ours specifically that, okay, well that dude, I think I just found my 10th figure. That was easy. That was wait. I'm glad you mentioned him. That's perfect. Well, that's what I'm here for. Scott angel, Jeff. Thank you. <laughs> that doesn't flow. No, I don't like that. It really <laughs> doesn't. Why'd you give me that stupid nickname? Scott, <laughs> <laughs> we have a little bit of news. What do you say? We jump into it. Let's talk about it. Oh, you gonna learn today. Scott, before we get into this big news, why don't you talk about our buddies over at Manscaped? Yes, guys, head over to, well, guys and ladies, it's not just guys, head on over to manscaped.com. When you get to check out, use code WFP20. Save yourself 20% and get free shipping. They have a ton of great products. As Jeff mentioned earlier with FOCO, Christmas is right around the corner. So if you are looking for some comfortable underwear, if you're looking for some deodorants, or if you need trimming tools of any type, head on over to manscaped.com, load up your cart, 
At checkout, use code WFP20, save 20%, and get free shipping. And their nose trimmer is fantastic. I have used that numerous, numerous times without any ingrown hairs. So if you are one that is susceptible to ingrown hairs inside the nose after using a nose trimmer tool, then I highly recommend this weed whacker. Go check it out over at Manscaped and at checkout. As Scott said, WFP20 will save you 20% and free shipping. Scott. What do you have for other news? Well, aside from me receiving my Super 7 Andre figure, which I highly recommend, again, Super 7 announced this week new horror reaction figures coming out in their three and three quarter inch line, including Child's Play 2, The Good Guys Chucky, Halloween 2, Michael Myers, Child's Play 2, Evil Chucky, and Halloween 2's Lori Strode. You can pre-order all at Super 7. Right now, in keeping with Super 7's trend here, they also announced in their reaction series three and three quarter inch SpongeBob SquarePants figures. Included in that assortment, this is the first series SpongeBob himself, Squidward, Mr. Krabs, and Patrick. Nice. Moving over to video games briefly, Jeff, there's an AEW video game coming, and they have a Twitter account. Oh, they do have a Twitter account, huh? Yes, they do. The Twitter account is at AEW Games. That's been created. Go give it a follow if you're interested in their video game. And they will have an announcement on November 10th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So stay tuned to at AEW Games on Twitter if you are interested in their new video game. I know I'm going to be tuning in. Tuning in. Yeah, that was a pun. Any idea of who's going to be making it? Which company? (laughs) No, I have no idea yet. Um, that's one of those things we'll find out November 10th that they'll have an announcement. I'm hoping it's LJN. <laughs> I'm hoping uh, THQ Ukes is teaming up again <laughs> and gives us those great games from the late 90s. Give us that again, but with AEW guys, I'd love it. The Fantastic Four, the N64 games? Yes, two from WCW, two from WWE. They did it right. And uh, it, it's just funny, all these years later, 20 years later, 20 plus years later, those are still considered probably the four greatest wrestling games of all time. Some might argue the SmackDown series, and I get that. SmackDown was great, but for my money, it was WCW World Tour, WCW Revenge, and then the two WWE uh, WWE titles, WrestleMania 2000 and No Mercy. In my book, you just cannot beat those. I always loved being the special guest ref. Oh, so you could just interfere and wreak havoc? And then turn on my friends. Yeah. So like I would be a special guest. Yes. I'd be a special guest ref for Sean and all I had to do is count. And Sean would be wrestling and trying to advance whatever he was trying to do, get it like a title or something, and then I'd turn on him. So I'd be like <laughs> Kevin Nash and I'd power bomb him and stuff. It'd be uh, that was great. <laughs> oh, the memories of being a jerk to my friends. <laughs> I can't wait for that, dude. What else you got? Next up, Hasbro Pulse. They have a set of gold transformers currently up for pre-order. It's a set of three, including Beachcomber, Sea Spray, and Perceptor. They also have a few others not in a three-pack. These are all individual. A Gold Optimus Prime, a Gold Starscream, and a Gold Soundwave. And these actually come in special black and gold packages available for pre-order over at Hasbro Pulse right now. And one more bit of news, Jeff, and this one's pretty cool. Lego, on November 15th, is putting up for sale the new Ecto-1 
from the new Ghostbusters movie. And that includes the little gunner chair pop out that we've all seen in the trailer, which looks awesome. So if you are interested in the Ecto-1, the new one, November 15th, head over to Lego's website. Be prepared to drop 200 bucks, but get yourself a sweet Ecto-1. Nice, dude. I saw a Camaro, a brand new Camaro. It was like a 2020 Camaro or whatnot. It was green. And on the license plate, it said Ecto Cooler. Oh, very nice. Was Chad Ecto Young driving it by chance? I tried to snap up a picture of it, but my front windshield was so dirty and it was facing the sun. <laughs> so I, like, I took the picture and I got home and I was going to send it to Chad. And I couldn't even zoom in, dude. My window was that dirty. I was like, how am I even driving through this? All right. So step one, go get yourself a car wash. Eh, those things are overrated. Uh, okay. You're like, it's going to rain soon. Whatever. Yeah, th- dude, that's what I'm holding out for. <laughs> what? You're embarrassing. <laughs> I know. Scott, Cella Toys, the people over there that are making the Nick Aldis figure have announced their next two figures that are going to be in Hasbro form. It is going to be from the mind of Meanie, Blue Meanie, which is awesome. It's Blue Meanie in Hasbro form. Fantastic. He's got the half cut off shirt. says Mind of Meanie. He's got the blue beard. You know, it's Blue Meanie from BWO days. And his podcast host, Josh Chernoff, who will be in a tux, a tie, a microphone that says Mind of Meanie, I I don't know what to say about the podcast host. It's cool. I mean, that's what Meanie's doing these days. If I'm the podcast host, I am thrilled to have a figure made of. I mean, think of how you and I would react if we had figures made of each other. I mean, that'd be amazing, right? So he has to be feeling good about it. And whatever. The blue the blue Meanie figure by itself is incredible. We haven't had a lot of blue Meanie figures as collectors. So it's very cool that they're putting another one out there. And like you said, Jeff, it's awesome. So I would recommend the purchase. If you're looking at getting all of the Chella figures, this one is outstanding, as is the Nick Aldis one as well. Hold on, Scott. I just got a DM. This is breaking news. This is from a girl named Claude. Oh, no. Hello, I'm Katrine. Click and learn more in my post to find out about me. Oh. Oh. Hello, Katrine. Welcome to the show. She is a blonde. Oh, okay. All right. I got to click her link. I got to see what's got to see what's going on over there. Is she asking you questions about your giant Gonzalez? Uh, no, Katrina is 21 single and looking for a boyfriend. Click to learn more. Oh, it's weird. She hit oh. up a wrestling figure podcast for that, but Hey, teach their own. <laughs> Do you want to accept this? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this seems legit. <laughs> this happens every day. <laughs> oh, you got to love spam bots. Yes, they are the best. Scott, AEW lineup series three was announced. It will be Rio, the Young Bucks, Orange Cassidy, Pac, and Darby Allen. He'll be the rare one. So AEW lineup series three, if you can find them, will be a solid lineup. Yes, that being the key term. If you can find them, will they have distribution troubles figured out by series three? Stay tuned. Hopefully. Thoughts and prayers. Very hopefully. I'm hoping 2021 brings us that, that this distribution issues subside a little bit. It would be nice to stop talking about it for sure. Oh, oh dude. We've been beating that. uh, There was a beating that dead horse. I guess you could say. Come on in dead horse. We're talking about you again. (laughs) 
Moving on, Ringside Fest was today. It's got Elite 82 images were shown. John Morrison, it will be his return version where he will be in a black outfit. He will have a Johnny bandana, soft goods robe, and sunglasses. Looks fantastic. Also Elite 82, Finn Balor. Alexa Bliss with women's tag title. Jerry the King Lawler in his 93-era look. He'll have flat crown and a soft goods cape. What'd you think of the Jerry Lawler, Scott? I like the Lawler, but from the pictures, I don't really care for the hair. It's throwing me a little bit. He kind of looks like Lloyd Christmas a little bit (laughs) with that hair. So I'm hoping it looks better in person, like the finished product on the pegs. I'm hoping for a better job on the hair maybe, but look, the hair is such a minor gripe. Outstanding figure, great choice on the soft goods on this one. I actually didn't mind it, dude, because Lawler was rocking that mullet back in 93. Yes, he was. So I actually didn't mind it. I did catch it. Um, I think those are the final images because it was not a rendering. I think those are the final images. Yeah, I'll get over it. It's a great figure. Keith Lee will be the variant in Elite 82. He'll have the black outfit as the regular version. The silver outfit with the pink on it, kind of the pink trim, will be the variant. Also, Target exclusive, Davy Boy Smith. Don't forget Matilda comes with Davy Boy. Yes. What I loved about the Davy Boy is on the back of the card. It's Davy Boy in a tag match, and he's just in the corner, and he's just kind of in... Uh, not an action pose or anything, but there was something about it that just brought back a flood of memories and nostalgia of watching the British Bulldogs back in 85, 86, 87. It just, I don't know. There was something about that picture. It's just like, oh my God, I love this. That's awesome. That'll be one maybe you take down from the wall and then you can flip it over and just admire that picture for a little bit. Or I buy five of them. Or you could just buy five of them too. Absolutely. Did you notice on the Morrison, it looks like the hat and glasses are one piece? Yes, I did. So it's funny when you mentioned that I was watching the video that was on Ringside's YouTube channel and I thought it was a mask. Right. I thought it was like a little, I don't know, like a cat mask or a bunny mask or something. I was like, that's kind of weird. But then when you look at the pictures on WWE.com, you kind of see the difference. You're like, oh, okay. But yes, I did catch that. Very cool. I like it a lot. That that Morrison figure, outstanding. All of the figures in 82, very, very solid. And it was kind of cool to watch Keith Lee's reaction to seeing his figure. Dude, how awesome. I mean, we just talked about it with Blue Meanie's podcast host. But getting to see yourself in action figure form, to me, would never get old. Before we move along, Basic Series 114, Bray looks exactly like the Elite. Chad Gable will be in his blue gear. Rhea Ripley. Ricochet will be the variant. Uh, Ricochet is in black and green shorts gear and variant is in black, yellow shorts gear and Kofi Kingston in white gear. I I like the Rhea the first time in the line. So that's pretty cool. She's going to be in series 114, but dude, let's talk about that Gable for a minute. Holy crap. That looks like Chad Gable. Unlike his basic when it first came out. Yes. Where it looked like Dalton Castle. Thank you. Mattel, where was this shorty G way back when? You could have fixed the American Alpha debacle with this Chad Gable figure. Now, granted, the package does say Shorty G, but we're calling him Chad Gable. Well, he's already dropped the Shorty G name. Ah, good. Yes, glad that's done. Yeah, thank God. Bury that thing. Also, showed off the packaging for the Mr. T and Roddy Piper 2-back. They showed the, the robes. 
They showed the boxing gloves. They showed the outfit. In the packaging, they were both yelling at each other, and I love that shot. Yes, because pretty much the entire lead-up to the match and the match itself, they were yelling at each other. So great job signifying that in the package. Very cool. And the figures themselves, I mean, come on. Knock it off, Mattel. You're trying to just suck all the money out of my household, out of my wallet, out of my savings account, even though there isn't one. Just stop it already. You're killing me with these killer figures. The packaging was fantastic. In the back, it said WrestleMania behind the two wrestlers. It looked fantastic. I loved it. As an MOC collector, you've got to appreciate when the company goes out of their way to make it look good hanging up on your wall. Like that's a piece somebody would just walk up and look at. And given the pose that they're in, the reactions on their face, the the figures themselves, that's one that's an, a, a conversation starter for sure. Outstanding from the figures to the packaging all together, home run. Also an elite two pack will be Jeff Hardy versus Triple H from 01 era, where Jeff won the IC title from Triple H. Bill did say when he, they talked about this that Jeff has quote unquote a spectacular soft good outfit coming with him. Oh, very interesting. So maybe like a Hardy's boy or Hardy boy shirt, maybe? Possibly. Okay. Very cool. I, and I like that they did like a post attitude era. I would say that's probably post attitude era. Oh, one. Um, Triple H and Jeff Hardy. Uh, from the renderings, they look great. It's got the old IC title with Triple H. So uh, look, in terms of elite two packs, this one's going to be up there with one of the best ones ever. Moving along to Elite 83, rendering images for Elite 83. They showed off Baron Corbin, Sasha, we've already seen that. Edge will be in his 2020 updated return and will have a variant as well. Drew McIntyre will also be in Elite 83. And then the figure that I fell in love with, dude, that it showed off Dusty Rhodes in a poncho with red polka dots with a top hat that has a claw Necklace that goes around the hat. That was from a Saturday night's main event. I fell in love with this figure. I mean, it's Dusty Rhodes. Of course, I'm going to fall in love with it. But dude, I love this figure. I know some people were kind of, eh, meh, lukewarm on it. I fell in love with it. It's really, really good. And I kind of chuckled. I was on WWE.com earlier looking at all the pictures of the new figures. And I don't think anybody told them the significance of the chicken claw accessory. It's supposed to go. <laughs> it's supposed to go around the hat, and it was funny because Bill actually talked about it. Like he's always wanted to do that chicken claw hat accessory for Dusty, and he never really knew how to incorporate it into a figure. And then this one kind of fell into his lap, and he was like, "This is awesome." So they showed the figure during Ringside Fest, and Bill had the hat with the chicken claw on it. Well, WWE.com put the picture up, and they put the chicken claw on Dusty as a necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, whatever. <laughs> Do your thing. But I just thought that was funny. But yeah, I agree with you. Great looking figure. I think maybe they went a little dark on the stomach splotch. I did notice that. That was actually interesting. But if, for all the loose collectors, just take out, put the poncho over it. You won't even notice it. You won't even see it. But it just, it seems a little heavy handed. The the coloring that they did on it earlier, Dusty's, it didn't seem that dark to me. But on this one, like you said, Jeff, if you're loose, you're not even going to notice it. MOC, it'll catch your eye for sure. But overall, great looking figure. Now the Walmart exclusive, Michael P.S. Hayes. It will be his Freebirds era in red trunks, red boots, and Oakley sunglasses. That was the only thing they showed with the Michael P.S. Hayes. 
I'm excited for this one, dude. Like the Davy Boy, I'm going to buy five of them. You have to ask, are they going to include a robe with him? You and I kind of talked about this before the show went live tonight. I don't know. I You could do a red robe with nothing on it. Like basically just take like Paul Orndorff's robe or Ravishing Rick Rude's robe. Take the lettering off of it and just give it to Michael Hayes because he, he always wore a robe to the ring. Or at least a jacket of some type. It needs something. Because like you mentioned earlier, Jeff, the hands aren't going to do it. The sunglasses aren't going to do it. That's not enough. So unless you do like a WCW tag team belt with them. But I think a robe makes more sense. Great looking figure. I love that he has the Oakley, not just Oakley sunglasses, Oakley blades. Yes, yes. They're very specific. Michael Hayes rocked the Oakley blades back in the day. And that's the accessory that comes with them. But you've got to think either a jacket, a robe, or at least a WCW tag belt is going to be coming with them. Well, they could just slap a red robe like they did in the Jack's Classic 3-pack with the Freebirds. Well, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Just a generic something. But the hands and the sunglasses aren't enough. You got to dress it up a little bit more. Agreed. Elite 84, a couple pictures were shown off. The Target exclusive will be Zelina Vega with a white jacket and tiara. Also, Seamus, he'll be coming with a necklace. Let's jump over to Elite 85. Alistair Black will be in his WrestleMania 36 gear with black jacket. The jacket will have his horns on it. If I could describe that figure in two words. Holy crap. Yes. By the way, these were renderings. They didn't show off the actual figures. These were renderings. Dude, even if it was the same Alistair from the NXT Elite set, and then you just dress it up with that jacket that they're releasing him with. Holy crap. Outstanding. That jacket on him would look fantastic. I, uh, Yeah, I agree, dude. It's got the horns coming off the shoulders. Like, holy crap, that is an awesome accessory. And it, it, even if that Alistair is anywhere close to what the NXT Elite was, that's going to be an amazing looking figure. They also showed off Karrion Cross, Liv Morgan. She'll be in her black gear. And Undertaker 85 in Boneyard match gear with shovel and beanie cap. What I'm liking, dude is a lot of those lists that people were piecing together from let's say the list that deep discount showed off where you could pre-order stuff. Um, a lot of those lists were accurate. Yeah. So, so far a lot of stuff has come to fruition. What I also liked is a couple of weeks ago during a live stream, Steve Ozer said that they haven't formally announced Michael Hayes yet. So he didn't, he's like, uh, Michael Hayes hasn't been formally announced. So I can't speak on that. Yep. Well, he was today, and I'm glad that it wasn't Doc Hendricks. You know, it wasn't the Hardy's manager or anything. We got Freebirds era Michael Hayes. So, well done, Mattel. Blasphemy. What? Do you know, you, you just hurt Ring Skirt's feelings about the Doc Hendricks. Oh, I don't dislike Doc Hendricks at all. And if they give us a Doc Hendricks in the future, I'm fine with it. But I wouldn't want Michael Hayes' first Mattel figure to be anything but a Freebird. You really hurt Steve from the PPW podcast. Well, I'm sorry, Ring Skirts, and I'm sorry, Steve. I'll speak for them. They accept your apology. <laughs> Thank you. Because for some reason, I speak for them. I don't know why. I'm definitely going to sleep better tonight. Moving along, Fan Takeover Walmart exclusive. Now, these are the Fan Takeover series that you guys have been voting on on which gear you want. Adam Cole, you'll be coming with the Adam Cole Bebe shirt and NXT belt. Have the armband accessories as well. Ricky Steamboat 
It is essentially a re-release of his Elite Flashback. Now, here's the thing about the Ricky Steamboat Elite Flashback. Scott and I are mint on card. We don't know what's on the back of the Ricky Steamboat Elite Flashback. I think it says Ricky the Dragon. We'll have you guys send us pictures, let us know. This one is going to have a green outline with a dragon in the middle. Right. That may be the only difference from the Elite Flashback. However, I'm excited we're getting a Ricky Steamboat figure. I will also be getting this. Well, let's let's ask the question now, right? Because a lot of people are against re-releases. Reason being, it brings down the value of the earlier figure. Now, I'll pose the question to you. Are you upset at all? that this fan takeover Ricky Steamboat is coming out with an essentially a re-release of the Elite Flashback, which we all know is going for around, uh, what, 60 to 80 to maybe $90 right now. Are you upset that this new figure, this new fan takeover figure, could potentially bring that dollar amount down on your Elite Flashback? No. Yeah, see, I'm not either. I don't care. I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it because I love wrestling figures. If right. it drops the value of my figure that's up on the wall, oh well. I'm not selling my collection. I don't care. Now, loose, I guess you'd have to go by the date on the bottom of the figure, maybe. And if the jacket's different, you could go by that. So maybe it's going to affect loose collectors if they are traders or sellers. But as far as being MOC and there's a re-release of the figure, I really don't care. I actually am in full support of that. Because I want to see other releases that were done way back when come out again. And we've talked about that quite a bit over the last few weeks. So I'm in full support of it. I don't care if my value of my Elite Flashback decreases. I just want to see more of those figures from way back when released now. So I don't have to pay huge prices to try to add them to my collection. Moving along, Seth Rollins will be in black and gold gear. And Shayna Baszler with NXT Women's title in black and silver gear. That is the Fan Takeover Walmart exclusive figures jumping over to the wrestlemania basics we talked about the wrestlemania elites last week fiend with jacket will be non-removable obviously drew mcintyre ricochet and andrade i think that ricochet figure in that wrestlemania basic is really cool i like the black tights with the bright white boots looks really good motu wwe mashup macho man in black madness gear becky lynch Ricky Steamboat, which I will be getting. He will be in his Dragon 91 gear. And Roddy Piper with Battle Damage chest plates, which is another one I will be getting. Yeah, those are all very, very cool. The Steamboat, like they finally found a good use for that gimmick. That gimmick fits right into the Masters of the Universe WWE mashup line, and I love it. And Scott, what a lot of people were excited about this figure, the Ultimate Warrior WrestleMania 12 will be ringside exclusive warrior will have the blondish hair like wrestlemania 12 he'll also have the wristbands with hanging fringe similar to what he wore at wrestlemania 12 they also did the jacket for what he wore at wrestlemania 12 and this one actually holds a lot of significance for you and i since we were there at wrestlemania 12 yes and i I remember the build-up around that because you and i were like dude if we get the freaking renegade we're gonna be pissed you know, is it actually going to be Jim Helwig? You know, because we hadn't seen Warrior for, I think it was around four years at that time. Yeah. And you and I were just like, you know, please let it be Warrior. The whole drive down to Anaheim, you're 
driving down I-5. What if it's not Warrior? You know, and then I'm freaking out. What if Sean wins the belt? I'm going to cry on the drive back up. <laughs> Instead, I just curse out Gorilla Monsoon, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> but th- I remember us talking about that quite a bit. And then Warrior's music hits, and it's actually Warrior's music. The guitar riff comes in, and he comes flying down the aisle, and we're on the floor all the way towards the back around the entrance, but everybody was standing up. So we couldn't see who ran out. So we jumped on our seat. Yep. He runs by. And I remember looking at Scott and I was all, dude, was it warrior? Was it warrior? And you're like, I think it's him, dude. I think it's it. Like you just got <laughs> so excited because of how big of an ultimate warrior fan you were. Yeah. I, th- I remember you just so excited. And then he comes in and literally a match with triple H that took two minutes of our lives. Yeah. It was a squash. Yeah, and then he runs out, or he celebrates, and he runs out, and they drop that thing that had the warrior face paint on it. It was fantastic. It was amazing. But I still, it just holds so much significance, and around that figure, there's so many memories of being there, and the anticipation of, was it warrior? Is it going to be renegade, or is it a warrior imposter? You know, just so much significance around that figure. For sure, and as you mentioned, I was a huge warrior fan, as were a lot of kids back then, and... I think for WrestleMania 12, for me personally, A, it was my first WrestleMania. B, I was a huge Ultimate Warrior fan. C, Ultimate Warrior was returning at this WrestleMania, as you mentioned, after being gone for four or five years, however long it was. And being able to be a part of that, and then to have Mattel release this figure, which is very accurate to what Ultimate Warrior looked at at that event. Oh my gosh. I mean, you already had me at Ultimate Warrior figure. And then you showed us this absolutely incredible. They nailed the duster. They nailed his wristbands. They nailed the hair. It is incredible. It's a must purchase. And as you mentioned, it it holds that added significance of being your first WrestleMania. You were there. Here's a figure with accurate clothing, look, everything from that specific event. That becomes a must purchase because now every time you see that on the wall, it's going to jog your memory back to that moment. And you can't put a price tag on that. So me, I got goosebumps when I saw it. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, again, you're just pulling money out of my wallet right now. But in this case, totally okay with it. Now, we do have to say that Jack's Classic already did the same warrior in their Jack's Classic line. But it's been a few years. I took that figure down off my wall because I redid my wall. And then I got to see this figure again, just an updated version from Mattel. And it brought those memories back. You know, I remember the day I found the wire where he was posed backwards from his WrestleMania 12 look. I remember getting that figure again, those same flood of memories come back. Like you said, Scott, it was our first WrestleMania. We were excited, you know, it, we only paid 75 bucks for a floor ticket. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, was, it was fantastic. And it's just all those memories around it. I got that again when I saw the pictures of the warrior today. Yes. And uh, thank you for mentioning that. This is definitely not the first version of this specific warrior. Jax did a fine job on him back in the day. But like you said, too, it's been a long time since we've had a warrior from WrestleMania 12. And that was a huge return. The anticipation around it and being there this figure is easily must purchase. And it is, I believe this one is ringside exclusive. It is ringside exclusive. Moving along to ultimate editions. They showed off the fiend fiend was, we've seen the renderings numerous times on this, uh, was shown with title jacket, extra head with tongue out and hands. Now moving along 
WWE.com and Steve Ozer also showed off the Hollywood Hulk Hogan Ultimate Edition, the final product. Looks fantastic. Um, I actually prefer it with the beanie off. I thought lo- that look of the beanie being off looks great. Agree. The beanie being on in the package, I'm going to have to live with. But it's still amazing because there's other heads in there that takes my attention away. It looks amazing. We've all seen the renderings of it. We've seen the pictures of it. I can't say enough good things about it, and they crushed it. It's going to be one of those, which one do you like better, Storm or Mattel's Ultimate Edition? We'll compare it. You know, that's what we do over here. You know, the one thing that Mattel's going to have going for it is it is going to be the accurate Hulk Hogan boots. Everything, because it's NWO, right? They can use that license on there. In fact, he comes with a tearaway NWO shirt that tears away in the front. So you talk about figure photographers out there. They now have a soft goods NWO shirt that Hogan can tear away in the front because it's held by Velcro. Great touch. I love that. Agree he looks better without the bandana. White sunglasses, feather boa, NWO title belt, weight belt. Everything about this screams Hollywood Hogan. And I love that you mentioned Jeff. Now we get the side-by-side comparison finally to be able to say who did it better, Storm or Mattel. And you could actually tell when Bill and Steve got to show this figure off, just the relief that finally we don't have to answer any more questions about when we're going to release Hollywood Hogan. Now you've got him. And not only do you get him, but you get him in the ultimate version. This is the cream of the crop of what Mattel offers And here is your first Hollywood Hogan. So kudos to Mattel. Congratulations. You've got the figure out. Now we as the collectors get to decide who did do it better. Because technically, Storm got to do it first, at least in the last decade. I won't count what Jax did. Storm got to do them first. So let's compare what Mattel did now with their ultimate versus Storm's. I'm looking forward to the comparison, dude. Because look, Storm makes a lot of people's list with their Hollywood Hogan figure. I can't wait to get that Mattel Hogan in hand and get him side by side. Moving along, Stone Cold Ultimate Edition. He'll have three heads, Austin 316 vest, and a soft good shirt will be coming with the figure. I don't know what else to say. It's Steve Austin had this plain look. I mean, granted, it's Steve Austin. It's He's an icon in wrestling, and I know that word gets thrown around like Scott said last week. But he is an icon. He's on the, He possibly could be on the Mount Rushmore. He's on a lot of people's Mount Rushmore. But as an ultimate addition, it's hard to dress up. Well, the extra heads, I think, will help with that. And that's kind of one of the knocks on Mattel, right? Is, okay, great. Here's another Stone Cold figure. But at the same time, Mattel puts out these figures over and over again because they continue to draw money, right? They continue to make money for Mattel. So we're going to keep getting names like Stone Cold and Seth Rollins and now Hulk Hogan's back in the family. More Hulk Hogan's, more Ultimate Warriors. Yes, it's a lot of the same, but Mattel does that because they make them money and we as collectors tend to buy them all up. So I don't think it's going to sit. I think it's going to move. I think it's a great looking figure. Now, is it worth 30 bucks? Depends on how big of a Stone Cold fan you are. So we'll see. I think it's really good, um, but I'm probably not going to pick it up. Moving along in the Ultimate Editions, Ric Flair is going to be released since he's back in the WWE family. There's no other issues going on. He will be in purple with the big gold belt. Two heads. One is a wooing face. I think that's the first time they've done the wooing face. Yes, and his extra set of hands you can do the four horsemen sign with. Fantastic. The thumbs are tucked in. Yep. 
Bill did say, and they didn't show it on the rendering, Bill did say he will have a robe that is similar to Charlotte's as far as quality. Yes, he goes, if you're, you know, where's the robe? If you're thinking Charlotte's robe, you're on the right path. So you can guess soft goods robe, uh, maybe something similar to the defining moments, Ric Flair. Or you know what? It could be a pink one to match Charlotte's. Possibly. He wore those purple trunks quite a bit. Yes, he did. So I'd have to go back into WCW database and see what robe he wore with those purple trunks. Well, you got to think the robe's going to kick ass, dude. I'm really surprised they didn't have it yet, but I can't wait to see what that finished product looks like because Charlotte's look fantastic on her Ultimate Edition. Really excited to see what they bring on that flare. Oh, by the way, my buddy Norm texts me and he goes, oh, guess what I got from Amazon? Oh, no. He got the Charlotte. Oh, dude. I was like, damn it. <laughs> and what's funny is it seems like nobody is pissed about this. Nobody is. Everybody is stoked. Yeah. It's like this incredible Easter egg or this incredible early Christmas gift from Amazon that instead of getting a rock figure like you ordered, you magically get Charlotte and nobody is upset. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, I didn't want that rock anyway. I really wanted Charlotte. And to round this out... uh forgot to talk about this the royal rumble elite series that's going to be at target umaga in red he will also be coming with that skirt that he kind of came with great looking figure mattel always crushes the umaga figures their umaga figures always looks better than jacks yes uh, jacks was just obese body uh, no it just did not work yeah they did umaga justice for sure because i believe this is his second umaga figure in the mattel line and the other one was great. This one is great as well. He will be in red tights. Titus O'Neil, he will be positioned with his hands out like he normally does. And with a shirt that says rumble, stumble, or slide. Kind of mimicking when he fell under the ring. <laughs> he had a Royal Rumble moment. Ultimate Warrior, he'll be in yellow trunks with another head in the packaging with paint-worn face paint. Love it. I thought that was great. Yeah, battle-damaged Ultimate Warrior. I dig it. And coming with the Warrior will be a yellow IC title. And Steve Austin. <laughs> he does come with a vest. It's black and gold. But I mean, like what we talked about with the Ultimate Edition, I mean, there's just... Steve Austin was plain, and that's one of the things that gravitated us to him. He was just like this plain guy who just ran around and kicked ass. You know, black trunks, black boots. In a vest. Yeah, it's hard to dress up a figure, you know, with Steve Austin. You can put him in jeans, you can put him in uh, trunks, and that's about it. I mean, you could do the Hollywood Blondes, which they're doing, but as far as the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, you could do an opening or a cooler that opens with cans of beer in it. You could do that. I mean, if you're really trying to like scrape the barrel to look for an accessory to put with Stone Cold, at least that one's going to make sense. Any one of his titles would make sense as well. But yes. yeah, here's more Stone Cold figures. But look, they'll stop making them when we stop buying them. You know, you want to argue that they keep putting out the same thing over and over, but people are still buying it. No, I'm not arguing it. As as you said earlier, that it's Steve's making them money, you know? Steve's figures do sell, so... Well, no, I wasn't referring to you in particular saying that. I was just saying that that's one, kind of one of the gripes about Mattel is it's always the same. And we've talked about it on this one, too. We always kind of poke fun at the fan centrals. Oh, good. Another Finn. Oh, good. Another AJ. Oh, great. Another Seth. Like, we kind of poke fun at that, too. But, I mean, Mattel wouldn't do it if it didn't make them money. And, Scott, last bit of news, and it's kind of a sad one. Sorry to end on a down note. 
WWE and Sting are no longer working together. Sad. The news news came out this past week from ringsidenews.com. WWE and Sting are no longer working together. This was revealed last year when an action figure for Sting was pulled. Talking about the Elite Legends. From an upcoming Mattel line, it seems that the relationship was not mended. The company has now pulled all merchandise for the Stinger off their official shop's own site. You can search for it, but nothing comes up. This is the same way that fans figured out that Brock Lesnar's WWE deal expired. The contract was actually only through WrestleMania 36, but WWE had around six extra months to unload his merch. That really sucks, dude. You got to think you cut that. If you're WWE and you cut that deal, that means that they didn't see money in Sting anymore. Either that or they didn't see enough money in Sting to warrant maybe what he was asking. So he's going to land somewhere, be it TNA, AEW, a legend like Sting is going to be somewhere. Also, Sky, I pulled a couple questions off of the Wrestling Figs message boards. One person asked, Steve, how soon should we expect a second WCW tag title? Steve says, I can tell you it's not going to be immediate. If you absolutely need two in a short time span, grab two stunning Steve Austin figures. Ugh, that sucks. So basically, there goes our hope for Doom. There goes our hope for Steiner Brothers. More importantly, there goes our hope for Hollywood Blondes Brian Pillman. Let's hope Brian is still under a contract, you know, fingers crossed, but that doesn't sound too promising. It definitely doesn't, because you would think if they were going to do a Hollywood Blondes Pillman, absolutely they're going to put the tag team title with them. But if they don't have any short-term plans, at least, it's going to be a while. And last question I pulled, Steve, can we expect the U.S. title again anytime soon? Steve says, not in the near future. Grab that two-pack if you want that title. Oh, the Goldberg and Brett, the U.S. title? Yes. Ah, gotcha. Okay, well, there goes our our idea for a neon Lex Luger that we discussed last week with the U.S. title. Well, when you think of that Lex Luger, do you really think of that title with him? Yeah, the U.S. title, because he held that belt primarily during his run. He didn't actually win the world title until, I believe he turned heel in 92, the cage match against Wyndham. Well, I'm talking about specifically that design of the WCW title, or excuse me, the WCW United States title. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. I Okay. I got it. I got it. That specific version, yes. It would have been a different one that he held. You're correct. I got you. Right. He wore the NWA version. Yes. God, yes. I, I love that belt so much, dude. I do too. What I love about it is the circular plates on the sides. Yep. Oh, that belt is so beautiful. Yeah, it was badass. That's one I'd love to see them make. And Scott, that rounds out the show. We'll get to listener next week. We apologize we didn't get to the questions tonight. We will get to them next week. But in the meantime, until next week, you guys should go on and check out Wrestling Toy Tracker because over there they got they got the prices of LJN, prices of Hasbro, prices of Galoobs, prices of Just Toys Bendham. Prices of defining moments. There are a lot of figures that you guys can check out the prices of carded and loose over at wrestlingtoytracker.com or on Twitter at toy underscore tracker. Scott Eaglemoss. Yes, guys, Christmas, as mentioned earlier, right around the corner. We are on the bullet or crazy train heading right for Christmas. So if you need a gift, For the pop culture or WWE fan in your life, 
look no further than Eagle Moss. They have a ton of great properties under their umbrella, from DC to Battlestar Galactica to Star Trek, and of course, WWE. You can buy a subscription to their WWE statues, where they basically just ship you the statues every single month, and when you subscribe, they will give you the display ring to put those statues in. It looks incredible. You'll love it. The person receiving the gift is going to love it. Again, look no further than Eagle Moss when you need a gift for that certain someone. Check them out on Twitter at HeroCollector underscore. And I'm going to throw it over to the podcast buddies. I want to throw it over to Breaker and Bay and check out their show where it's Wrestling Talk, Toy Talk. And they have a special guest in each week. Check out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. And Scott, we are part of the Breaker and Bane's Power Hour Wrestling League. It's the best I've looked in years, dude. What I love about it, and what, okay, you guys are asking, what is this wrestling league? If you go onto YouTube, you will see video game characters of all of us, like Soda Hunter and Mike the Cleaner and Scott and I, Travis Fowler. And what Breaker and Bane do is they do audio commentary over it and they let the match play out. They just put it on simulation and they let the match play out. It's fantastic. So go check them out and check out the video game where Scott and I are heavily featured. We are prominently displayed as we should be on there. We're over, brother. Check out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Also check out Doing the Favor podcast with Eric and Barry over there. I don't know about that Barry guy. He's shady, Scott. He's not shady. He's good people. You leave him alone. He's S-H-A-D-I. Shady. <laughs> I don't know about that guy. Anyways, <laughs> check out Doing the Favor. Also, check out their website. Great tool over there with UPC SKUs and other going on over at doingthefavor.com. Check out our good buddy Eric and Steve over at the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Over on iTunes, we want you guys to download the Chick Foley show with our good friend Sheena, our good friend Seth, and our good friend Marco over at the Chick Foley show. Also, check out Justin Summers with the Wrestling Cheers podcast, a Northeast Ohio-based wrestling podcast, which is fantastic. It's very niche, but it's also very good. So check out the Wrestling Cheers podcast. Also, my good buddy, RJ, over at the Ringside Rant podcast. He kind of hit me in the feels. He had a uh, somebody from the Buffalo Bills media team on, Scott. I haven't gotten a chance to listen, but that's going to be... When this show drops, I would have already listened to it. And being a big Bills fan, of course I'm going to listen to that. Marty and Rucker over at Boot to the Face. Love Rucker. It's funny, when Eric does impressions of Rucker, it just it makes my week. <laughs> It does. It really, really does. <laughs> I should start doing impressions of you. Here, here's a quick one. Are you ready? I'm ready for this. One, two, three, five, seven. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all night. That's a, Tip your waitress. That's that's very good. Thank that's you. That's very good. I've been practicing. <laughs> Myself, Eric Arana, do a show over on the Lucha Central Network called Lucha Libre Figures and Facts. I love doing that show with Eric. Scott, Drunk Wrestling History, what you got? Yes, we are going back to the weekly format. We have a ton of episodes in the hopper, and Ed made the executive decision. Let's go weekly again. So guys, we're back weekly. Give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. The Halloween Havoc episode, you'll want to check that one out. It's pretty funny. The event itself is hilarious, and the podcast, again, two drunk guys and one sober host, It was a lot of fun to do. Our newest episode dropping this past Friday, if you're listening on Sunday, 
is a watch-along with a Saturday night's main event from 1985, specifically the Halloween episode from 1985, which had the iconic Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov dressed as Batman and Robin, the legendary Macho Man and Elizabeth dressed as Tarzan and Jane. And I had a blast doing the episode. It was a lot of fun. Old school wrestling is my jam anyway. That's, That's my good time. So to go back and watch that, I loved it. The Junkyard Dog versus Terry Funk is one of the matches. And we have a blast with it. So definitely check that one out. Again, on Twitter at Wrestling underscore Drunk. And pretty much wherever you download podcasts from, you'll find us. What I found funny about the Halloween Havoc episode was Ed loved Van Hammer. Yeah, and he still won't admit that he was wrong. No, he was very passionate. Like, I, I've known Ed for quite a while, so you can tell when he's joking about something. Yes. And and you can tell when he's serious about it. And when he's like, I love Van Hammer, there was that tone in his voice that you could tell he was serious. And you're like, oh my God, it's not, he's not joking. Yeah, it, it completely caught me by surprise. Like, I figured he would have seen Van Hammer. Like, he's a big heavy metal fan, right? Like, Iron Maiden is his favorite of all time. So for him to actually take Van Hammer seriously and fall in love with that guy, I was like, wow. But here's the kicker. To each their own, right? Everybody's got something that they like that you're like, what? That's a a bad take. But he loves Van Hammer, and now he wants to watch 90s WCW pay-per-views on future reviews for the show. So, look, that's a win-win for me. I love WCW pay-per-views. I love doing podcasts, so yeah, let's do more early 90s WCW. I'm good with it, and hopefully there's a Van Hammer match on it. But I'll tell you the one he really wants to do, Great American Bash 91. Nothing about it other than the scaffold match between Steve Austin, Steve Regal, Bobby Eaton, and PN News. Yes, a scaffold match with the great PN News. I can't wait to listen to that one. Well, we haven't done it yet, but it's definitely in the hopper for the next time we get together. That's the one that he wants to do. We may even just do a watch along to it. I don't know. (laughs) So check out Drunk Wrestling History. Also check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. And every single day, Ryan Buds does trivia with Bud Scott. What you got for roll call? Yes. First off, as we do every week, I want to throw it out to the great Jason Wolf. Give him a follow. On Twitter, at JasonWLF, or better yet, just head over to his website, DoyleDraws.com. That's D-O-Y-L-E Draws.com, where you can see all of his amazing artwork, get in touch with the man himself if you want a commission, or follow his social media. He's on Facebook too. Follow his social media because he's going to keep you updated on all of his custom figures, past and present. His new one coming out, Jeff, I don't know if you've seen this yet, going to be the rocket owen hart no i didn't see that yes so you got to stay tuned to his social media so far he has done the tuckster as he calls him that would be that would be hulk hogan from the slammies in his tuxedo if you went with the deluxe version it came with an alternate macho man head that you could get with the deluxe version they're all held together by magnets they're incredible his first one out of the shoot was zeus it was also incredible his next one coming up the rocket owen hart stay tuned to his social media. And if you want to follow on his website, just go to doyledraws.com. And finally this week, Jeff, I want to throw it out to the great GBM, good brother Mike, the man himself. Giving him a shout out because he changed his Twitter handle. So I want you guys to be aware of the Fig Hunter himself on Twitter at Fig, F-I-G, 
H N that's N as in Nancy T R 24 underscore seven. So fig Hunter H N T R 24 underscore seven. Follow the great GBM. If you need help finding figures, GBM is your guy. Go give him a follow. That's his new account. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. Scott, are you still missing the Mexican pizza? I am. And you know, I broke my uh, my streak of not eating at Taco Bell. I think it closed at two and a half weeks. Not having Taco Bell, which for me is is quite a stretch. Um, but I, I did have to break down and got Taco <laughs> Bell. It was a very, very sad day. But you know... I was jonesing for it. I will say this. If I had a Del Taco in town, I would have switched teams. Ugh. I love Del Taco, dude. Look, they have amazing French fries, which you think a taco place, French fries should not be. No, no, no. Del Taco has incredible French fries. I love their food. It's great. And Taco Bell pissed me off. So again, if there was a Del Taco in town, I'd be eating a Del Taco. But there is something about Taco Bell's food that just, it calls your name, right? It, just, it, it pulls you in. It's like the Pied Piper of fast food. It just, it pulls me in. I have to follow. I have to go. So I did break my streak of not eating at Taco Bell. So my protest is over. I'm still hurt. I will never get over it. I will forever miss my Mexican pizza, but I am eating Taco Bell again. And what is your new order? You know, it, it's probably going to be the the flavor of the month, whatever that is, because they always have like a, a gimmick menu item to pull you in. So it's, it's going to be that that'll be my first visit of the month is to get the new gimmick. If I like it, I usually keep going with it, but you know, off the dollar menu, they pulled that spicy tostada and that was a big go-to for me. They also pulled the uh, shredded chicken quesadilla and that was another go-to, you know, you just throw a couple of dollar items in there and whatever, eat it at the end of your meal. It was awesome, but I don't, it's going to be changing now. I, I need to find a new, you know, like comfy pants or comfy sweats. You know, cold weather starts to roll around. You pull your comfy sweats out there. Maybe a few holes, but you know, whatever. You're only wearing them around the house. That's how Taco Bell is, right? You kind of get that comfy comfy item off the menu that you always get. I don't know what that's going to be because for me, it was the Mexican pizza, so it's going to change. Um, it can't be a monthly item because those go away after the month. So I need to find that one menu item that's going to be a go-to. My luck, it'll be gone in a year. So... I guess I can't get too attached to things because Taco Bell has a bad habit of just, they sweep the rug out from under you. You find something good and bam, it's gone. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Right now, I think it's the quesarito, but uh, we'll see. Your poor colon. Ah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it, it, dude, it's been so damaged over the years with bad food. It's fine now. It's almost You're like, fine, just bring it. I don't care. You're, you are well-preserved with all that sodium. Y- yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> Scott, for episode 251, anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, fig life since 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 251, hashtag fig life. Adios. Let's go Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring But we don't take it out the box, M.O.C. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week We're the OGs of WFP Fully poseable, thank you all for listening It ain't no storyline, real life siblings So everybody go and do your toy spotting Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the kings